I'm Amy, and you're listening to the Creativity Matters Podcast. Today on the Creativity Matters Podcast, 2020, spirals, and some drawing time. Here we go. You're listening to the CMP, a Creativity Matters Podcast. Stories of creative journey and a reminder that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creativity Matters Podcast. I'm Amy. And this is episode 424, Spiral. And I don't know why. I sat here pretty late on a Saturday. It is a Saturday. We'll backtrack. It is a Saturday. After a Friday, after a week, after 21 days, and after 28 days, and after many, many months goes on and on the way we backtrack and the way we count and the way we spiral. I was sitting here trying to figure out what this show is called, what today's show is called. And all I could think was 2020. It sort of sums it up. Sort of sums it up. I was awake for hours this morning, scrolling through things on my phone and looking through things, there's just so much, so much in the world at large and what we all share in this communal thing of life and so much in the world at large that divides all of us, that is absolutely about what we do not share and what is not fair and what is not equal, what is not distributed in any way that makes sense in this world of ours. And if you don't see that, you are coming from a very different vantage. There's just so much, so much public and so much political and so much private. Everything that is going on affects us in so many ways. And the avalanche of things going wrong in this world of ours has its own trickle-down effect and or can be magnified again and again and again by things happening in our personal lives, in our stories, in our families, in our houses, hidden between our walls. So what should today be called? 2020. And yes, we're seeing it everywhere. Everyone is bemoaning 2020. And how can it already be almost October? This year has just been swallowed whole. At the same time, it feels like we will never get out of this year. And yet on a smaller level today in my house is the 29th day. I don't even know how to wrap my head around things anymore. I don't know which way is up. I don't know which way is down. Yes, I'm completely okay. I put one foot in front of the other. I do the things I have to do. Everyone stays fed. I do my job. We survive. That's about it in the moment. But that's a good thing, and I'm grateful for that. At the same time, I realize there's this endless spin happening. This spinning, this, I don't know, merry-go-round on steroids, what to call today. How did I get from 2020 to spiral? 
I started thinking about words, and the first word that came up was cyclone, and I don't know exactly why, but I guess that shows that I was in this land of spiral in my head, just in thinking, what can encompass everything right now? And cyclone came up, and that's not really the kind of word I might use. And right below that, I wrote spiral. And then I wrote contemplative, because I use the spiral all the time, all the time. You might doodle flowers, or you might doodle people, or you might doodle amazing things that don't look like doodles. I tend to doodle squares and spirals. When I am bored, or when I don't know what to do, or when I just have space to fill, but I'm tired, or can't see well, or the light is low, or whatever it is, I am very likely to just draw spirals. Doesn't sound overly creative. It does sound contemplative. So a spiral can be mindful and introspective and a good thing. And you can go in or you can go out. A spiral can go up. You can spiral up. You can spiral down. Those mean different things. You talk about them in different ways. But when you're drawing a spiral, you can start from the outer point. It's harder. You can start from the outer point and work your way in. You tend to do that with a labyrinth. You start from an outer point. You find a little pathway in and then you work yourself around. You work your way around and around and around until you reach the midpoint. And then you turn and you echo that path back out. So when you draw a spiral, you can start from the outside. You probably typically start from the middle. I do. Start with a point and work tightly and tightly and tightly around and around and around as big as you can go or as big as the space is. I always thought that was such a great exercise in Linda Berry's works. I know it appears in syllabus, drawing those spirals, trying to get those lines not to touch, but to get them as close as you can, going slow enough to do that. Or I sometimes find you just need to go fast and you need to let those lines overlap. Let them run into one another. Let that happen. Just keep working yourself around and around and around and out. A spiral can be good, a spiral can be bad, a spiral can be positive, a spiral can be negative. I thought about spirals and then thought, well, what am I really thinking about? Spent a few minutes looking at the golden number. I spent a few minutes looking at the Fibonacci sequence again and how it spirals, trying to picture how that really extrapolates from there. Because you could lay those boxes a different way and not end up with a spiral. These are the things I think about when I look at those kind of examples. Someone came to deliver something to my house yesterday, and there was a knock on the door, which doesn't happen very often in pandemic times. A knock. I went to the door. I was expecting the knock. I went to the door, and this delivery person was all the way down the stairs and in the walkway, obviously terrified to be at my house spiral 2020 
So I don't know that I have a ton of creative talk today. For me, spiral is creative talk. Spiral is art in its own way. And there are an infinite number of ways you can use a spiral as the basis of your work. The difference in a spiral and a bullseye and both of those symbols have real meaning for me. They have real resonance. The bullseye has always been something that has been integral for me. And the spiral's different. They're different. They're almost opposite ends of a spectrum. The one is quite orderly and quite contained and quite locked down. Quite beautiful in its refined state. It's concentric circles. And the spiral is at the other end. It's similar. It's concentric in a way and yet never quite complete and never completing. Always continually in motion without an end. I think I will draw today. Well, I know I'm going to draw today or I wouldn't have turned the recorder on. I haven't even edited last week's show. It's a show that has lizards in it, alligators, things like that. Feels like a long time ago. And I usually get those all cleared out of my head before I record, but I am a little behind. So I am going to draw. I picked a whole bunch of photos for this weekend as my possible drawing material, and that worked out well last week. Last week, I picked a bunch of photos on Saturday and on Sunday, which I have done again this week. And throughout the week, I had things ready to draw, and I sort of found that to be very effective for me. My sketchy cue might have almost 4,000. Is that possible? Let's just look. Let's just pull up sketchy, and we'll just see. I would hate to be hyperbolic. I would hate to exaggerate. I would hate to not say exactly the total truth. So I was wrong. Not 4,000. 3,456. That's my current cue. And I could just go to that and look at the top seven and think, okay, I'll draw those. But it doesn't work that way. There's always this process of curation, even to pick a single photo to draw each day. So picking a set a whole bunch, seven, eight, nine, that I like right now or that all tie together or that somehow speak to me. That worked really well. It gave me something to pick each night of the week. So for today, I have a set of nine. Actually, there are 11 on here because there is a Ruth Bader Ginsburg and there is a Hermione Granger. So there were too many for my grid, so there ended up being 11 in this grid. 
who do I want to do? There was a purple theme, a lavender theme, like most of these. I throw in a few each week now that I probably will not draw, just diversifying the set. Other people like to draw other things, of course, and everyone is pretty clear that I tend to pick a certain type, and that's not as bad as it sounds, but I agree there are certain types that I am more likely to pick. I also think we're presented with a lot of photos that fall into certain types at Sketchy. Sometimes when I am looking to broaden out, I have trouble finding something to sort of fill in spaces and provide this really holistic look. But today I've got a couple, they're pretty different, although some similar angles, but some lavenders, some purples. It's a really nice one with a birthday cake. Really cool purple hair with headphones. A really pretty portrait, which I will do, but not as I do it on the show. A really edgy one that I like a lot with a very cool, mm, I don't know what color that is, lavender mulberry. Mulberry doesn't sound right. But it's a more pinky toned hair than the other one that's more definitely purple lavender. This person's got really dark purple hair. I actually like the shape of this. I don't know. I think she's drinking. I'm going to guess. I didn't Google this. I'm pretty sure it's a beer and I. it's not why I picked the photo. It has nothing to do with it. I really like this photo though. She's turned from the side and you get this profile. She is holding a can. Maybe I'll do that. I really like the edgy one, but maybe later checking them all out. And then there are a couple flowers from today and a portrait of a man in a purple sweater, a lot of teeth. So if I look at this, what will I draw this week? Probably I'm wondering why I just got a very different view here at all. My phone updated last night. I'm thinking this is a difference in 14. Oh, you can now Wow, you can now zoom in and out on albums. I don't think that used to work that way. Huh. Okay, well. I will probably draw one, two, three, four. I'll probably draw four of these portraits. And at least one of those flowers... I don't know that I will do another RBG. I am tempted, but I don't know that I will. And I'm not going to feel bad if I don't. It doesn't change the, the respect and the somberness of this moment. I did a portrait of her last year when I did. It was a week of portraits and each one was a historical figure or a type of career. And that was such a good challenge that I did. Okay, I'm going to do the one I mentioned where she's in profile holding this can. It's Marsha Furman. I will link that in the show notes. And I've drawn her before. 
So I have scooted back. All right, I'm gonna put this in a box. If I do that, I, I oh, Marsha, Marsha Furman here. Let's see, I've got a small box at the bottom. But I could just give her the whole column and I think I'll do that. So I changed my plan here and let it go the whole column. I will set a timer. All right, timer is set. She has glasses. Glasses I love to do. They always take me a really long time. I have, I start with them because that angle is so critical to getting a portrait to work with glasses, the size and the angle. And I find them challenging. People who do it really instinctively, it's awesome. And the reality is lots and lots of people do drawings like this and it's really not even close. And that for a lot of people, it's not the point. They don't really care. And or they do care and think in the end that it's really close, even if you don't see it as really close. So our creativity and our creative minds and our drawing hands work in mysterious ways and our brains feed us a narrative and it is a narrative that fits in with who we are and our drawings don't really have to look exactly like anything for some of us that's more the goal and for others it's not it works both ways you may get more reinforcement one way or the other you may also get more reinforcement if you are paying to be wherever you are sharing. You may get a lot more reinforcement that way. If you have a star by your name or a flag on your account or some kind of little title underneath that shows that you are somehow special in a certain place. So I'm starting out with the left, when I'm looking at it, the left part of the frames. I've already drawn the line that I think the whole frames will take. And already, I know these frames are wider than they are ending up in my portrait. The way I've done this, I will not get her whole, whole side of her. Well, that's a bummer. Anyway, these glasses have a little bit of a cat's eye arc to them and I find that with glasses a lot of times that you can just keep working on them and widening them and tweaking your lines and they still never quite feel like they have the right size or shape to hold what they need to hold. So why is this not quite wide enough? I mean, maybe it's because in my version they're too tall. That might be what it is. Let's go with that assumption. So I have been thinking a little bit about October 
I was watching another video on the big controversy the other day, and I'm so fascinated right now with videos in general, wishing that I had the gumption and the space or clean room or setup or equipment or anything. But I was watching a video about the controversy and not really going to talk about the controversy itself. I'm sure you know what I mean. Sure. If you have any inktober ties, if you've done it or follow it, then you probably know, especially if you're a pen and ink, pen and ink person watching this video and then I was thinking about what I'm going to do and last year I did an alternate set of prompts and I was thinking that this year I might do my own prompts and what I was thinking is that I might do a set of 31 prompts that are all four portraits and each day I'll find a portrait that somehow fulfills the prompt. So they will all be prompt specific. That's what I'm thinking. So I am making a list like that. And I think that'll be fun. I think it'll work. Hate to not do what everyone else does, but I don't usually have an interest in the main prompt set. And I know there are some issues there anyway. And I went and looked this morning. I've already been working on my list, but I thought this morning, well, what if I'm going to miss out on what I did last year? And I went and looked and there is a list that was... I think it's Inktobe Eva. Inktobe Eva. And she does have a list for this year. She's doing her own thing because she's going to work on a story. Illustrations from a fairy tale. And when I looked at the list, I think it, the fairy tale she's chosen seems like similar to what I recall from last year, but I must be remembering wrong. So I think I'm okay not doing that. Although it was fun last year to do something with other people. Okay, I have two, two frame sets here, both of which would be really nice frames, but they don't seem to go together. So, so I am going to do those portraits that way. And I am probably going to take a similar approach to last year and box them. Last year that worked so well because I had the words and I loved doing those words and I'm going to miss that part. I recorded something about making the story there, about turning it into a story, a storyline, and I will miss that. And I am I'm torn as I make my list. I think, well, I could choose slightly different words which would feed the story. A little differently not feed it in terms of set up a a to z narrative but just create a different kind of juxtaposition between word and image but 
don't know. I was trying to solicit help from my from my oldest last night. I'm like, okay, here's what I want to do. What kind of words would you suggest? And it didn't go so well. It was funny. It was a funny conversation. But there's something squeaking in my headphone today. Turn them around. That is so weird. All right, I've turned him around. Maybe something when I would move my head, there was something squeaking. All right, in 12 minutes, I'm going to be lucky to have gotten a pair of glasses. The problem is when you draw glasses, you draw your area and you're left with the space and pretty typically the cheek, the line of the cheek is within that maybe halfway maybe three quarters and then your eye has to fit in there never looks like enough space it's always less space than it looks like the eye should take but glasses would need to be gigantic these are just the silly things i go through as i try and fit eyes into glasses, faces into glasses, and glasses into boxes, and boxes on pages, and is the fun of it, I guess. Well, that eye works. Although, really, she's got a lot more face underneath this eye than the size of my glasses allows. I'm not kidding when I say I think glasses are a really big challenge. <laughs> a really big challenge. And I'm always willing to keep tinkering with them. That's better. Oh, Saturday, 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 Saturday. I even hopefully called up the library page thinking maybe the library's open and I just don't know. I just want to get a get out a little bit, get away. I don't know what it would offer me, but I just need to get away from my space. I am thinking about taking a break from some of my online responsibilities too. I think maybe that would be a good thing.
I didn't put the inside of this one in. I let it go to there. This has got to branch out a little bit. These are fun. Glasses are, glasses are good. I've done a lot of portraits this week and really focused on the portraits. And it's our timer. And that was good. I was working on portraits that actually made me happy and I enjoyed doing and felt like me and just focused that way in my journal this week. Took a lot of notes, but mostly it was portraits. I did a flower drawing and a Patreon exclusive show that hasn't posted yet, but will soon. So that for those of you there, that's coming. A little bit of extra draw a long time and just idle. Idle creative talk, which is what we have here. So, I'm gonna wrap this up for now. I did get both eyes in, and if I take two seconds here, I can get this other eyebrow in right above the glasses. It arcs right into it, which is gonna leave me or lead me to her nose right here. Today's also self-portrait day. I had to think through. Didn't snap any yet. So I went ahead and put her nose in and that's a good thing and that's going to work right there. And I like how this is going to happen. This, the head, it's going to be just a little larger than the face next to it already on this page, which then will allow me to come down like I said, with her body in this, the rest of this space. I'm just going with doing these at the size that feels good right now, not worrying yet about the fact that I will be using up my book. That's not something some of you worry about anyway, but I do. But we'll work it out. We'll work it out. a noisy dog somewhere. <laughs> really noisy. All right. I have actually gone ahead and put in, looking at the area of the lips. Let's go ahead and pull in the cheek edge of the cheek here so I can make sure that I'm 
in scale with what's going on. Go up here and add the earpiece. Right now I'm going to let it end at my box and we'll figure it out after that because I don't end up with the ear or anything because of where my box line is. See, I can widen my box a bit. I'm just, I may end up just going over the page, which sometimes is fine and really can be really interesting. Not necessarily what I wanted to do on this, but see I want to see how much of her hair I can get actually I widened the box and I might get a little bit of ear in here really enough ear I don't think I'm gonna to need to do go beyond it I'm gonna get a little bit of her hair the reason her hair is interesting and that I'm gonna lose is actually I don't think I'm even gonna get much of her top hair yeah I'm not <laughs> which her purple hair is the whole point of this of picking this but it's okay she's got one of those undercut shaved sides and the top is longer and uh, purple and in the back the longer hair is in a ponytail which is also purple you have to have been listening to the CMP for a long time to realize that colored hair <laughs> I have to see. I don't think on this computer I have the appropriate clips. I think there's a lot of CMP that's floating around in various places, but probably no longer accessible in ways I could just go grab. But rainbow hair is a thing. So was pink hair all tied together? It's come up lots and lots of times. So my history of picking colored hair makes total sense. Well, I have to decide in a few minutes what I think about the side here. And I'll do the ear in a little bit, what I can see of it. She looks a little different. I'm wondering maybe that's a little dramatic and shorten her forehead a little bit a little more of that hair in all right well I have kept you long enough but I made good headway I am the art. The art is me. So that is it for today. Thank you for joining me today and drawing along if you did. I always appreciate the company and I hope you do too. As always, I'm Amy and you can reach me at creativitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. The show notes are available on the creativitymatterspodcast.com website. The music I play is courtesy of Nikolai Heidless. You can find me at Instagram as oamyoamy and as Creativity Matters Podcast. Thank you to those of you who support the show in any way, including Kofi, Amazon Orders, and a special thank you to those of you who are supporters at Patreon, patreon.com slash creativity matters. Until next time, 
Remember that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. And don't forget to breathe. Have a good day, everyone.